Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration in education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime Uncle Buck. Oh. Yeah. Pancake time. Pancake, Pancake time. time. Pancake time. I've, I, I've never seen it. Oh, uh, it's a good time. John Candy, Macaulay Culkin. I know that much. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, the main thing, imagine a pancake. <laughs> now. <laughs> Imagine right. a pancake so big you gotta flip it with snow shovel. Oh. Then you got Uncle Buck. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's Uncle Buck. Okay. I'm interested. <laughs> I love pancakes. <laughs> That's about as much proficiency as I have with responsibility <laughs> for others' lives. Okay. I, I I can cook you something delicious. It'll rot your brain out of your head. But, uh, <laughs> nutrition for kids? <laughs> It'll feed Who you needs it? for today for like a week. It won't be good, though, but it'll get you One there. giant pancake is your allotted meal. <laughs> when I was your age, I had three baby bottle pops a day. So <laughs> oh, no. I assume I won't kill you. Just <laughs> straight sugar. Pure sugar. <laughs> Oh god! Uh, but why? Why do we talk about this uh, uh, fun comedy-loving uh, caretaker this week? Well, I have chosen to watch Gakuen Babysitters. Ooh. Yeah, which uh, I have seen clips of and know the general premise, and it seems really sweet. So I figured after Gantz <laughs> and then the bullshittery that was Penguin Drum, we should have something nice. Uh, yes, uh, after our time. after our last uh, week recording, I I was like, I I got to get out of here, and I retreated to the mountains for a week. <laughs> So uh, I've had time to reflect. I've had time to uh, grieve my life and my life choices. And uh, we're back and hopefully ready to have some fun. I'm glad you got out because I have been. I've just been stewing in it. I went the other way. I dove 140 episodes into Hunter Hunter in like two weeks. Uh, it was a rough oh, time. <laughs> I watched Paul and I watched the first two seasons of Legend of Korra again. That's what oh, I've yeah. been up to. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fun. Yep. But anyway, have either of you heard of this program? Nope. No, not at all. I'm assuming cool. there's babies. There sure are babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my only introduction was last week. You comparing it to Sweetness and Lightning, mm-hmm. theoretically. In the sense that there are cute babies, but uh, that's, that's the only thing that's keeping me going. There are cute babies, and it seems nice. It seems nice. <laughs> I like how scared we are of everything now. So everything has a caveat. Hope. It seems nice. Maybe there's a weird twist. But you twist. never know what'll happen. <laughs> we, we did Madoka. We know th- three episodes is enough to just ruin your day. So, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh no, it's it's anime rugrats. They actually oh the babies form a secret student council powerful <laughs> enough to blow up a sun like, and they're plotting uh, ways to destroy the school from the inside. Oh That man. sounds good. <laughs> yeah, like, I, but still 
<laughs> I could fully when you're like, ooh, cute babies, and they're like, mm, devious plots. Mm. I could fully see. Number one, yeah, I could see that in an anime, but number two, that's not what I'm here for this week. <laughs> I don't. Mm. I need something soft. I don't need seven prodigies. Seven prodigies from another world, baby form. Mm-mm. No one wants that. No. Why was there well, so much? Well, here's hoping it's that not that. That's the worst. Oh my god! I can't believe you reminded me of that show. <laughs> like, why is mayonnaise a central plot point of that anime? Why? You know why, Brendan? I for bringing up that show, I have to put you in timeout. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll be right back. Uh, we're gonna watch the first three episodes while Brendan Gay baby jail. <laughs> I need my bank. So close, so close. I was so close, so close to being what we want. Right Who there. could have imagined? Ooh, I. Uh. Mm, we'll get into <laughs> yeah, it. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, strap in, strap in. We there's going to be some cute baby talk, and then a hard turn <laughs> for episode three. So, yes. Uh, Yay! That's my episode. Hmm. So mm. we open on a bo- oh episode one, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> as is tradition. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we open on a boy and a very little boy <laughs> and they're at a school and um, the older one is he's about high school aged um, and he is walking the little boy, Kotaro, uh, through the school when he stops and he looks down. And he's like, Kotaro, are you tired or can you keep walking? And Kotaro just nods and he's like, okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very and helpful, he picks but thank him you. up. Yeah. Um, so, Kotaro seems very nervous, so High School Boy tells him not to worry and that the chairwoman is going to take care of them. Uh, and this boy, the older boy, is Ryuchi. Ryuichi. There's an extra syllable in there. Um, and he inner monologues about his parents, um, and how they were never home, but then they passed away in a plane crash. Uh, so the chairwoman of this school lost her son and daughter-in-law in the same crash, so she's taking them in. Oh. So, out right away. Yeah. I missed that it was the same crash as well, so I was like, okay, what a, what a just fine person to be like, you orphans over there, come <laughs> <laughs> Give me an urchin now! <laughs> yeah. Same disaster. Um, so they get to her office, and she's just this mean old lady, and Kotaro calls her Shaggy. (laughs) Um, and she's like, I took you guys long enough. And she's like, you guys, you guys aren't a replacement for my son. Um, I don't, like, have sympathy for you. (laughs) Um, and she's just like, you, have you been taking care of your little brother since, like, you were a little kid? Like, your whole life? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, Perfect. And she says that when Ryuichi isn't in class, he's there to be the school's babysitter. Whoa. Whoa. I have to babysit an entire school of kids my age? (laughs) Crazy. Could you imagine? Ugh. Yes. Um, (laughs) So Saikawa, her secretary, um, is showing them to the daycare and he tries to joke around by telling them to climb on his back, but he's, like, incapable of joking. <laughs> this man is very serious. 
He's but also the, sensitive. He's very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as they walk, uh, I started calling Ryuichi just Ryu because it's easier. Um, yeah. Ryu asks if the chairwoman has any grandchildren, and she doesn't. She just had her son and his wife. Um, and he asks what she meant by babysitter, and they get to the daycare, and Saikawa says that he's there to take care of the teacher's children. Um, and they've been short-staffed at the daycare. Um, so he explains that the chairwoman's uh, son and daughter-in-law tried to form a babysitter club <laughs> to help, um, but it didn't work out. None of the students wanted to do that, which is understandable. Yeah. Weird, weird none of the kids wanted to do free labor for their extracurricular <laughs> activity. You know, when yeah, you're 14 and, I mean, and you just want to babysit yeah. a bunch of toddlers all day. <laughs> I was going to say Ryuichi is in his last year of middle school, so that would make him like 13 or 14. So, woof. Um, so, Ryu is ready to help in any way that he can. He's, like, grateful to be there. And Saikawa, like, turns away and he's, like, tearing up at his determination. <laughs> uh, and he wishes him luck and goes. Um, and then Ryu goes into the daycare and all of the little babies are there and they look up at him and he's like, Hey, this is, uh, I'm Ryu and this is my little brother Kotaro and I was hoping we could be friends. And they just all run away. <laughs> Stranger, uh, get out! That's yeah, fair. <laughs> They're smart. Um, so we see the caregiver is sleeping on the floor um, with a little tiny baby. These are like, uh, you know, probably like two or three year olds, and then he's like on the floor with like a, you know, not even year old. Um, and they hide behind him and then wake him up. And uh, Ryu introduces himself, and the guy already knows who they are, um, but he gets their names wrong. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, of course, I know you. You're this person and this person. And Ryu's just like, no. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that in my bones. <laughs> um, and his name is Yoshihito. I just called him Yoshi. Um, and he explains that he pays most attention to the little baby, so it's hard to, like, take care of all of the kids. Um, but he was just asleep, so obviously he's, you know, <laughs> kind of lazy. A bum. Kind of a bum. I was going to say doing his best, but that's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's time for the kids to introduce themselves. So it's time for the name train. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. So oh. they all line up and they say their names. Uh, and we've got Taka, Kirin, Takuma, Kazuma, and Midori. And they're all doing great. <laughs> Yay. This was so cute. I was like, oh, I love them all. Uh, each baby all... is designed to be as chubby as possible, so mm -hmm. they're all just squishy little orbs running around with tiny limbs, and it is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Just yeah, I showed, I showed them to Paul, and he was like, look at their fat heads. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all very, like, ex it's exaggerated, and it's, like, very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Ryu puts Kotaro down and Taka immediately is like, okay, you're ready to play. You're going to be the monster. Uh, but Ryu doesn't want Kotaro to get hurt. So he offers to be the monster and then all of the kids pile on him. Um, and Kotaro is just like, oh no, they're attacking him. What do I do? <laughs> I must save him. <laughs> Defend so my he brother. Yeah, he kind of tries to get in there, but it doesn't work out. Uh, so he just goes and grabs a book and sits down. 
And then uh, Yoshi is like, do you want me to get your brother? And he shakes his head. And he's like, okay, do you want me to read to you? And he shakes his head again. Um, so Yoshi calls over to Ryu. And he's like, hey, just so you know, it's the end of my shift. Uh, the teachers should be coming to get their kids soon. I can stay if you need me to. And Ryu is like, no, I can handle it. <laughs> I cannot bother a single human being ever. <laughs> Absolutely not. So Yoshi leaves. And as he's leaving, he's like, wow, those, those two are very similar, being that neither of them will ask for help. <laughs> um. So, it's proving to be difficult. All of the kids want Ryu's attention. Oh, Kazuma trips over this, like, play food that Kirin set out, and he starts to cry. And then Takuma pats his head, and he says, pain, pain, fly away. And he's like, are you okay? And they're twins. Kazuma and Takuma are twins. Uh, He's like, are you okay, Kazuma? And he's like, yes, the pain flew away. They're Ka- so cute. Kazuma on the verge of tears at any Constantly. Moment. He's ready to break. <laughs> Honestly saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was me as a kid. I'm like, that on that one. Um, and so to cheer up Kirin, uh, Ryu asks her to like make the meal again. Um, and then the little baby, Midori, starts crying. Uh, Taka is climbing on him, and he's just not used to kids with this much energy, because Kotaro has zero energy. <laughs> um, and we see Kotaro just sitting there looking at a book, and the more I thought about it, the more I was like, that's so, like, he can't read. <laughs> he's just sitting there looking at this book, and he sneezes. Huh. <gasps> Foreshadowing. Um. And then the teachers all come get their babies. They all introduce themselves and then they leave. Goodbye. Um, And then Taka, his older brother comes, Kamitani. And he's the same age as Ryu. And his mom works at the school, but she's running late. And then Taka starts throwing a fit because he wants to stay. So his brother smacks him, which is a recurring thing. And I'm always like, come on. (laughs) You cannot. Please stop smacking your little baby brother. I wonder why he's so angry. <laughs> hit, hit, hit. <laughs> Weird. Um, so uh, Kamitani tells Ryu that Kotaro looks lonely because he sees him sitting on the floor looking at a book. Um, and then they leave and he goes over to Kotaro and he like taps his head and he just falls into his lap. And he's got a fever, <laughs> but he didn't tell Ryu. He suffered in no! silence. No! Uh, so he, he runs out and he catches Kamitani and he's like, take me to the hospital. Um, and then he goes and like asks his mom where it is. It was confusing for me. But they run. They go. Um, oh, yeah, and Ryu, he goes to drop off his little brother. So uh, he uh, didn't have to also deal with him. Gotcha. Um, that makes sense. So <laughs> Ryu is upset with himself because he knows that Kotaro won't say anything if he's not feeling well. And he should have paid more attention to him. Uh, And they get to the hospital and the doctor says it's probably the stress from the change of environment. Um, Just let him rest and his fever should go down. So he's sleeping. And then Ryu goes outside and he pulls his phone out and he says, I should call mom and dad. But he can't because they're dead. This really hurt. I like wasn't expecting this. Like the sincerity of him like pulling out his phone and like having that realization and then he starts crying 
Um, and he's like, I'm the only one who could protect Kotaro now. Oh, and he imagines what they would say, like if he could call them. Um, and then the chairwoman comes and she puts a hand on his head and he, she says, you're finally crying. And um, I guess she saw him at a memorial service for the people who died in the plane crash. Um, and they were the only two people not crying. Um, and she says that just because they've suffered a loss doesn't mean that they're alone and he doesn't have to be strong by himself. He can get help. Um, and he just guesses that his brain didn't want to accept that they were gone and that maybe they'd still come home. Um, and then he goes back inside and the nurse comes out with Kotaro and he's crying and he reaches for Ryu and, uh, he wonders if he like had the same realization that their parents are gone, but he's a very tiny little baby, so probably not. <laughs> not yet. He's just sad because he's alone he's, in a hospital. Uh, gone through a lot. <laughs> yep, he sure has. Um, so the chairwoman tucks them into bed at home, and no one is really alone. Uh, uh, and then the next day, the chairwoman has a vase of little flowers on her desk, and she's like, what are these doing here? And Saikawa is like, oh, they, they're from Ryu and Kotaro. They picked them themselves. And he's like, but I'll get rid of them for you. And she's like, no, no, I, I like them. Don't touch them, please. They're mine now. Um, <laughs> Who told you to take these away? <laughs> I, I don't have feelings. <laughs> um, and then Ryu is in class and he introduces himself and he says he's in the babysitter club. And everyone's like, what is that? What? Oh, my. <laughs> Um, and then he goes to the daycare and he tells Yoshi what happened and Kamitani is there too. So he's already got a friend. Um, and he says he's glad it wasn't serious. Um, and then Taka is, he goes up to Kotaro and he's like, look, today I brought my best book. Do you want to read it together? Um, and he nods and all of the kids are so excited and the babysitter club is formed. Yay. Uh, Yay. And that's episode one. The ending is really cute, too. It's It's got the the babies doing a little dance. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Adorable. Great. Good stuff. So pure. Uh, What could go wrong? Okay. What could go (laughs) wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, let's elaborate on the uh, first thing that could go wrong, which is the... uh, the child abuse that uh, keeps happening. Casual, with, uh, casual yeah. smacking around his little brother. Yeah. So let's explore that a little bit, shall we? <laughs> so uh, we see uh, Ryo wakes up. It's early in the morning and Kotaro has crawled up on him and they're in their new apartment. And uh, suddenly the headmistress barges through the front door and is like, all right, it's already past 5 a.m. You're loafing around. Get up, make breakfast, get to work. And then uh, her assistant comes in and made their, like, breakfast and lunch. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, uh, I have my old uniform. I hope that's okay. It's, like, the last half of the year, so I'm not going to waste money on a new uniform if that's cool and she's like you fucking idiot of course i got you a uniform here you go and here's a head kiss Mwah! <laughs> she's a she's a tsundere old woman what woman yes woman. my mouth didn't want to say it she's a collective <laughs> of tsundere women. mama <laughs> um but yeah so he's like oh i guess this is starting to feel like home because uh 
uh, to have people looking out for us. Okay. <laughs> Holding it in. So, uh, here in the daycare room, uh, he drops off uh, Kotaro and goes to class. And as he's walking down the hallway, he's wearing his new uniform and all the kids around him seem to be laughing at him. So he's like, oh, did I do something wrong? Uh, and he sees... Uh, uh, Kamitani. He sees, uh, Kamitani. Uh, I was like, it's in my notes somewhere. I lost it. Where's Waldo? Okay. Uh, he sees Kamitani and he's like, hey, what, what's going on? Why is everyone laughing at me? He's like, hey, um, you have some shadows. And he looks down and all the kids have followed him and are just walking through the school hallways. You're baby the grandmaster of the baby parade. <laughs> yup. Baby parade. Who, who can be mad at this? Well, turns well. out the, mm. the number one student in the school, Inomata. Uh, she's, she's got green hair, so she, you know she's gonna be important. Um, <laughs> she's like, hey, I'm the valedictorian here, and you can't desecrate my school with these baby antics. Now Disgusting. get these kids out of here. Uh, like, we see more about her, but I was wondering, like, does she realize they're the teacher's babies? They're not, like, random yeah. babies off the street. Like, yeah. so even if she was mad, it's like, yeah, the teachers know that, like, it's still technically part of the. It just it kind of threw me off of how aggro she was against babies <laughs> so fast. Yeah, so immediately she's just like, "Fuck these kids, get them out of here, <laughs> fuck them kids." And uh, so uh, uh, Ryu is like, "Okay, sorry, goodbye. You're very scary and intimidating. I uh, hope to never talk to you again." And takes the kids away. Um, and as Inumata is walking through the hallways, she meets up with one of the mom teachers. And, uh, and the mom's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the new student. He's looking after the kids. Uh, hey, you, you, uh, you're the top of the class. You're, uh, you're probably stressing out and, uh, <laughs> not relaxing at all, huh? <laughs> she's like, why would I relax? I need to be diligent in my duties and follow the rules and be the ultimate student. And she's like, hmm, interesting. That's, that's uh, about what I was thinking, can, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, we see Ryu takes the kids back to daycare, and uh, uh, Yoshi is there. Or, excuse me, uh, <laughs> I I had some uh, name inconsistency in my notes, so I'm trying to catch up. Um, mm. But I uh, take uh, the kids back to daycare, and uh, Inomata comes in and is like, "Hey, uh, mom, teacher asked me to bring uh, her kids lunch, so I'm here. I would never hang out with kids otherwise. Gross." <laughs> Disgusting. Um, but uh, as she walks in, Yoshi is like, oh, oh, all of a sudden I got food poisoning. I have to leave to go to the nurse right now. Hey, Inamata, hang out and watch the kids. Okay, bye. See you. But she's such a, a rule follower, a direct order from school faculty. She's like, okay, it's my honor-bound duty to protect these children now. <laughs> she's taking um, middle school way too seriously. Yup. Uh... So, uh, she's super aggro as usual. She doesn't want to be there, but can't disobey a direct order. So, uh, she accidentally wakes up a baby trying to nap. The kids want to play and are like, hey, you're the monster. Remember last episode? <laughs> and she's like, I wasn't here for that. What the fuck are you calling a villain? <laughs> and just terrifies the kids. They go hide under a bench and, uh, it, they're... Freaking out about uh, the the her being so mean and uh, 
she's internally freaking out like why why do all these kids like everyone but me i'm likable <laughs> what am i doing wrong <laughs> the kids apologize to for calling her a villain and being mean and uh she starts learning to relax because you know the kids they don't care about your gpa they just want to fuck around and play you know like kids uh so uh she she falls asleep the uh, falls goes through nap time uh it turns out it was it was the mom teacher's plot she's like all right this this ch- also child just older needs to learn how to fucking relax go <laughs> go have kindergarten time real quick remember what it's like to relax and have fun and not go take hang out with so some babies <laughs> And, of course, Yoshi was also in on it and was like, oh, you have to stay here. That's a direct order. Relax and play. Uh, But, yeah. So uh, uh, she fell asleep, slept through a class, and wakes up at lunchtime. So she's like, me, I skipped a class. I'm the terrible student. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. So uh, we get a little... We get a little split segment. We get uh, next part of this episode. I forget... What is uh, Tantrum Child's name Taka. again? Taka, thank you. Uh, another day in class, uh, uh, Taka is making fun of Kotaro's tiger shirt, because his name translates to tiger, and he's like, but you've never seen a tiger, you can't wear that, <laughs> fake gamer. These gatekeeping animals. <laughs> I, was wondering, I started like paying attention to everyone else's shirts, because I'm like, is he giving everyone else shit, or just Kotaro? Because I'm like, that's a weird rule. <laughs> um... So, uh, uh, Kamitani comes in, and Natri is like, hey, you're being a little shit, smack, and hits him. And, and, uh, Ryu's like, hey, um, you should stop, because that's teaching your little brother that you hate him. And he's like, well, yeah. (laughs) I don't know, I don't hate him, but I also don't really like him. Yeah, uh, he is definitely the, oh, I'm, j- I'm just being honest. I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> Why so I'm not uh, bending over backwards to make friends. I'm cool, toxic masculinity. Uh, he says, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like him, but I don't hate him. Sort of like, yeah, I don't really care about my brother. In front of his brother, so naturally, Taka starts crying and throwing a tantrum because, yeah, fair. He's a toddler. He just said he doesn't like him in front of him. <laughs> yep. Uh, so he takes him away. He's like, "All right, you're you're overreacting. I have to take you out of this class." Ridiculous. Uh, just takes him ki- kicking and screaming away. Um, but the the tiger discussion uh, sparked sparked an interest in animals, and uh, Ryu's like, hey, uh, Kotaro, you've had a rough fucking time lately. What if I take you to the zoo this weekend? But says it in front of all the other kids, so they're (laughs) all like, yep, we're all going to the zoo this weekend. Awesome. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, But uh, Yoshi listening in is like, hey, that's honestly not a bad idea. I get paid overtime for working on weekends, so that sounds great to me. (laughs) Um... Yeah, his only motivations in the show are more money for overtime and uh, getting uh, affection from the the milfs of the class. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? This guy ain't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a bad guy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, 
they're like, okay, let's make this a little field trip. I'll go get permission from the headmaster. Uh, so they go see her, and Ryu's like, hey, is it cool if we do this? Can we, like... Uh, parents are going to be chaperoning, so it's fine. Uh, can we get Pink uh, some money to go too? And she's like, "Nope. If if you have student, if you have chaperones, he can go if he wants. But fuck it, we're not get, paying him extra." Uh, <laughs> and she's like, "No, okay." Uh, but as they go and get ready for uh, the zoo trip, the assistant brings him a bunch of lunches for all the kids and some spending money. So they they do actually have some funding. Because, again, mm-hmm. she wants to be seen as a hard ass, but has a heart of gold. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they go. Uh, they meet up, uh, ready to go into the zoo. Pink is there. And from the, like, spending money, Ryu's like, hey, you can pay yourself. It's fine. And Pink, I like and, that you've uh, transitioned into calling him Pink. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was part of it. I just wrote down Pink because I missed his name until, like, the end of the third episode. Sure, so, yeah. Like, I know uh, who yeah. he is. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. I was like, okay, yeah. It's Lord Cherry yeah, uh, Pink Skate. hair and ponytail Yoshi. Uh, <laughs> he's like, no, it's fine. You don't need to pay me. I have a new scheme. I'm going to take photos and make their dads pay for them because they couldn't make it. So, <laughs> perfect. It's a good scheme. Devious little, little schemer. Awesome. Love it. Um, and we also see uh, Kamitani uh, dropping off Taka. And he's like, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I have to go to, like, my baseball club, so I, I can't stay. Do you mind just taking them? And he was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And uh, they're still fighting from, uh, you know, saying he hates his little brother yesterday. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, the standoff, he's like, all right, get out of here, big brother. You suck. I hate you. I'm just a little kid. It's almost um, like they still have feelings. What? Even though they're children. No, that's not right. Hmm. They fully Just understand. A theory. They fully understand nuance <laughs> and subtlety, despite <laughs> not fully grasping the language. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we get a little montage. They go through the exhibits. Uh, Hell yeah. uh, they're freaking out seeing an elephant for the first time. It's just very cute. Just mm-hmm. animals like seeing things and being like, "Oh, you're real." Okay, <laughs> cool. Giraffes are that big. All right, it's not just uh, drawings. Okay, um, <laughs> give me a zoo episode like, any day over a beach episode. Mm. Yes, please. <laughs> we need it. Just <laughs> what do you think about this cute animal? What do you think about that cute animal? Just everyone staring at capybaras. They're like, oh my god, they're real. <laughs> uh, but they go to the tiger exhibit, and uh, the tiger roars at them, and all the kids run away except Kotaro, who doesn't really react. Because, again, just learns to hide his feelings. <laughs> mm, great, good, good stuff, good stuff in a small child. He's like paralyzed um, with fear. Yeah, paralyzed in fear, paralyzed with fear, but doesn't show it. But then, oh, they go look at all the tiger cubs, and they're much cuter. Oh, good. Thank goodness. Uh, and then uh, they go and see some birds. Everyone's, uh, I guess, named translates to an animal so they're in like the hawk and falcon exhibit and i guess that's the translation of taka and i need to write this elsewhere i just keep going looking for it in my notes uh, kamitani <laughs> it's right jock. there in front of me so i guess like kamitani and taka translate to like hawk and falcon or whatever the actual thing is 
And they try to point this out to to Taka, and he's like, "No, fuck that guy! I hate <laughs> my big brother. Um, he's dead to me. Dead kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they also see a sheep, and uh, because mm. everyone loves the shaggy big hair of the headmistress, they're like, mm, "Yes, it's her." <laughs> It's her. We must get a photo and bring her a souvenir to be like, hey, you're a sheep. <laughs> her name you. also translates to sheep. Ah. Ah. One of the teachers I'm said that. A fee. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, so uh they're at the souvenir shop later on and uh ooh, Taka is continuing to be all grumpy and mad about his brother, but he sees out there in the distance. Someone with a baseball hat that resembles Kamitani. He's here. He followed. He cares. So he goes and runs off and tries to chase him down. But naturally, a child running away from a group of adults, bad. So everyone starts freaking out. They're like, ah, missing child. Serious. Um, uh, But the zoo is starting to close. The crowd is thinning. Taka follows this guy in the baseball hat but sees him turn and he's an older man with a mustache. So he's like, oh, it's Mm. not my brother. Oh, also I'm lost and alone. Oh no, little kid mode, time to start crying. Mm -hmm. But just as he does that, who's that that comes walking up behind him? Kamitani. Ah, big brother's here to save the day. Smack. Uh, Why are you crying, little kid? Smack. Uh, Hit. Uh, uh, Don't. Don't show emotions. Be stoic like me. I'm a healthy adult. <laughs> this but. is probably the scariest moment of your life. Stop crying. <laughs> Get over yep. it. Ah, uh, so uh, he starts crying and uh, um, picks him up. And uh, when Ryu and the group find him, they're like, oh, yeah, my mom found out. I just dropped him off and went to baseball practice and told me to go get him and was a dick for abandoning him. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah you are. Um, she, she also hit him in the head, as we see in the flashback. Huh. Mm-hmm. Learned mm-hmm. behavior! <laughs> uh, but as, as they're walking out, uh, Taka finally tells him that he loves him, because he missed him so much. And, Aww. and what's his response? Continuing indifference. Great, healthy <laughs> child. This kid will be well-adjusted when he grows up. Oh, yeah. Can't and wait for this kid to decide to have children. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's episode two. Yeah. And then we start off episode three with kids at daycare. They're all running around playing. And we see Yoshi uh, remembering, like, ah, it's today. And he bends down and gathers all the kids around. And he holds out his hands. And Katara just goes up and, like, puts his hand in. He's like, no, not that. No, what? No. Give, give me what your parents gave me and uh, Ryuchi. Like, they gave you gifts to give to us. And all the kids are like, nah, man, what? No. We don't have anything. What are you talking about? He's like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. I thought they'd give you chocolate to give to me. It's like, <laughs> it's like, but boy, do you really think they would have given a toddler chocolate and they thought it would have lasted until it got to you? Like, no way. <laughs> yeah. You're out of your mind. Here's a secret gift I'm giving to my outside marriage lover I'm interested in. <laughs> Here, toddler, I'm sure you can keep your secret safe with me. I know we get the opening. Uh, and then we see in class, all the students are in class talking about Valentine's Day. 
And they're just like, ooh, who, who are you going to give your chocolate to? Oh, it's against the school rules to give your chocolate to somebody, but it's not like they search us, so we still all have it, and we still do it, even though it's against school rules. And we see uh, a couple of girls talking about, like, ooh, are you going to give them to the hot guy in Class A? And like, oh, what about the other hot guy in Class A? Like, that's the preppy, like, dreamboat class with all the smart hotties in it. Not this C class. Guys. Not the C class with all these fucking losers. And then it pans over to all the guys in that class. I'm like, man, we are fucking losers, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. No one should love us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're like I, we wouldn't be getting chocolates anyway because it's against school rule. But I'd appreciate it if they lowered their standards and just gave it some scraps to us. Like, they're really, like, <laughs> low bar with these guys. Or at the very least, not talk about it in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have real low standards. Uh, and they're like, oh, Ryuchi, like, did you get any chocolate? He's like, what? no, no, I'm new here. I got babysitting. I I'm busy. I don't really care. And it's like, oh, fair enough. Uh, and then we see cut over to the gifted class, class A, see Inomata, uh, berating everyone for breaking the rules and bringing everyone chocolate, especially the hot guys in her class. She's like, this is against school rules. This is my only defining characteristic. I need to obey the rules. <laughs> so she's upset about that. And then, uh, I didn't write down their names. There's Dreamboat 1 and Dreamboat 2. One of them's, like, a little more goth. Uh, (laughs) Preppy Dreamboat and goth Dreamboat. Pretty much. So, (laughs) Preppy 1 is like, oh my, there's so many gifts every girl is trying to give me. Oh my, what do I do? And then gets yelled at by Yamamata. She's like, alright, we'll do this after school off campus. That way it's not against the rules. Hey, Yamamata. And he, like, whips over to her. He's like, I heard you went to the babysitter club. What the fuck's that about? I want in. I want in on the babysitter club. And everyone hears what this. What a like, way oh. to introduce himself to the audience. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, what? He, why, why is he interested in that? And everyone's, you know, overhears him because he's very loud about it. And uh, she's like, you know what? Fuck this. And it just like runs off. I think, <laughs> I forget exactly what happened. I think she gets embarrassed and it's just like, no, you're breaking the rules by getting chocolate in class. I don't want to be associated with a rule breaker. And, like, runs off. And uh, then once she's on her own, she starts worrying. She's, like, uh, she's worried about, like, ever going back to the babysitter club and not joining it. Because she can't join because the kids might hate her. Like, everyone else in her life hates her. So she never will talk to those kids ever again. So she's distancing herself. Uh, and then we cut to Preppy Dreamboat joining the babysitter club. Or he's, you know, finding it and walks in. And he introduces himself to Ryuchi, and it's like, hi, I want to join. Like, oh, well, we got all these kids. And he's like, oh, great. And he starts, like, talking to him, uh, playing with him a little bit, and, like, kind of wins him over. It's like, oh, wow, I like that stuffed giraffe you have. And she's like, oh, thanks. And, you know, they they aren't as scared of him as they are with Imamata. So uh, he's talking to them, and then we cut to Imamata in the library studying, because it's all she's good at. And she overhears here two other guys in the library talking about uh, the Dreamboat guy being like, yeah, he fucking hates kids. He just, like, stares at them all day and gives them those weird glares. And she's like, oh, he's probably joining so he can, like, torture those kids or something because he hates them so much. I gotta uh, do something about this. Uh, so she goes running down the hallway and runs out of the babysitter club and throws open the door. She's like, stop. And we see blood tripling, like, dropping oh on God. the floor mat. And she's like, what happened? And it zooms out and we see he got a nosebleed because he poked Kotaru's cheek and he got a this nosebleed from that. the worst thing they mm-hmm. could have done. I but, don't, who, why? 
There's a lot of things they could have done to have a visual over-the-top exaggerated comedic effect of how much he loves just playing with kids. But it's kind of a universal thing. Even to the point of people outside of who regularly watch anime know that nosebleeds in anime are pretty much a substitute for boners. So it's kind of like, that's not great. He could have just been poking his face a lot, just not stopping. Just he a real have dumb just face. Poking. Yeah, dumb, like happy, like, haha, this is fun. And, like, that's it. But the nosebleed is like, but no. That's kind of a coded thing for something else. Why'd I you mean, pick that? My thing is, I think they knew what that meant. Yeah. And that's what they were going for. Which that's I. worse. <laughs> yes. I mean, the reaction of the friend. Makes yeah. me think that. I'm fairly certain they are saying, we're dancing around it. This kid loves kids. So, Which is literally, like, we should not let him join this club. Yeah, his friend calls him a child-loving deviant, I think yep. is the words he uses. And it's like, my I just keep asking why, because like in a sweet show about babysitting children, I don't know why they felt they were like, yeah, let's have just a fucking pedophile in the show. That'll be fun yeah. and cool, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Especially because it is treated like, oh, nope, this guy shouldn't be around kids. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> he's continuing to go to this school. And and like not addressing like, no, this Send him kid to was prison. Curve <laughs> on Lock this him teacher's up. kids in school, on school grounds. And they're like, uh, nope, naughty, naughty. Gotta no, no. <laughs> this kid should no be swiping. in jail. Arrest <laughs> him. Swiping. Restraining order, something. <laughs> yeah. Expel him. So, <laughs> there are so many options. So yeah, this paired with the constant hitting in the last episode and uh, just uh, Kamitani's whole attitude of like, no, it's fine. He's my little brother. I'm going to hit him. <laughs> Makes me a little trepidatious with the show being like, hey, what What do you really want going on here? What's the point? So, yeah. Uh, so, just, hard left turn. <laughs> hard twist in episode three. Uh, is also just reminded me, we did have a babysitter club in my high school. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, it, was oh. like a, it wasn't a club. It was like a class you took for like school credits. And yeah, I remember just looking out in like my Spanish class in the like center of the school. And there was just a bunch of kids running around with like high schoolers watching them. And I was like, huh, I forgot we had that. <laughs> I guess it's not that uncommon as I thought. Um <laughs> But yeah, so the goth friend shows up and drags him out, and he's like, yeah, I knew you'd be here, so I'm pulling you away. He's like, no, I just want to have fun with the kids. It's like, your nose is still bleeding. That's messed up. I'm taking you out of here. And it's like, thank you, goth friend. Thank you, Sasuke. Um, Why are you still hanging out with this guy? But. <laughs> but. Well, and yeah, rightfully thank so. for restraining him. <laughs> after he calls him a child-loving deviant. Rightfully so, Ryuchi gathers up all the kids and puts them in a corner to shield them from this pervert. It's like, thank you, Ryuchi. <laughs> thank God you're the main character and it wasn't this guy of like, look at this, look at our crazy character, main character with this dumb quirk. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, thank God the responsible one's the main character. Uh, and he says, he's like, no, I just like poking the kids' faces because they're so chubby and round. It's like, great, go away. He's like, all right, I won't join the club. He's like, you're not allowed to. And, um, he says, like, oh, I got a nosebleed because of all the chocolate I got from the girls earlier today. And the goth friend points out, he's like, you didn't have any of the chocolate. You turned it down. He's like, uh. And the kids are like, chocolate? Can we have some? And then the kids just start going feral because someone mentioned chocolate around them. 
And uh, Imamata says, We've been traumatized. Please give us chocolate. <laughs> Candy. <laughs> it's the least we should deserve. <laughs> and Imamata says, like, no. Giving chocolate is still against school rules, so you can't have any. And they're just Come they're on. <laughs> tearing up, about to cry. I'm like, ah. And she's like, but if you're good, I'll bring you chocolate tomorrow. And they're just like, hell yeah. Because you can't do it for Valentine's Day, but you can do it for any other day. Everybody, All right. Sure. And we don't want the kids being too horny on campus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we see Imamata, after school, Imamata walks home with the boys, with uh, Ryuchi and uh, Kotaro. I think this is the longest I've gone with actually saying the names correct. Congrats. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm jinxing myself now. We still got half the episode to go. Um, <laughs> and as they're walking home, they're just like, oh, thanks for helping out with the kids today. And she's like, I just, I was worried about the pervert. And it's like, we'll take it. And uh, as they're walking, they run by a 7-Eleven, and Ryuchi's like, oh, one second, and runs inside, and then runs back out with a little box of chocolates. And Kotaro gives him over to Imamata. He's like, thanks for the help. Figured I'd give you some now that we're off school property, and it's not against the rules. And she's like, but I'm a stick in the mud, and everybody hates me. He's like, yeah, that's what I like about you. It's like, what? What? Okay. <laughs> and uh, she gets all flustered when she receives a chocolate. Meanwhile, the camera pans over, and we see across the street there was a girl from earlier in the episode, and the group of girls talking about giving chocolate to boys. She had some chocolate that she was going to give to Ryuchi, and now she thinks they're together. No! I don't know if this girl will ever exist outside of this episode. <laughs> um, but so the boys get back home, and they see that Ida, the butler, made up some chocolate for them. And it's this beautiful array of, like, artists and chocolate and just like god this man what a man i want what to do him can the show be about him it, i love dating to- sim where you date saikawa <laughs> you only have one option it's him he's the best choice <laughs> i do enjoy that he's like jokey and like has fun with the character but he's you know the stiff like robot and doesn't show emotions but like yeah he even when he made them a lunch for the uh, zoo field trip, it was this gigantic box, like, share mm-hmm. with others. It's like, God, Saika, you went hard. <laughs> You're so dedicated. Um, so they have chocolate back home with the headmistress and him, and it's a nice time. Next day, they're in gym class, and it's still February, so they're outside, and it's freezing cold, and I do not miss those days. And uh, while they're goofing around in gym class, they see... Uh, Pink ponytail. I didn't write his name. Yoshi. That was it. <laughs> uh, shows up with the kids, and they're on like this little cart. He's like, and she's like, "Oh, what's this?" He's like, "Oh, it's a cart to keep control of these wild animals that are children." <laughs> and he's like, "It's easy to keep them all wrangled in here, so they don't go wander off and like run into a stranger." He's like, and she's like, "Ah, yes. Good reminder. Don't talk to strangers, kids. Like, stay away. Stranger danger." And he like gives them a little, teaches them about that. And um, they're like, oh, we don't have to worry about that, even though we got stupid Yoshi here. And he's like, stupid, huh? If I'm so stupid, maybe I'll let you one of you kids wander off and get kidnapped by a stranger. And he'll put you in a you know, cage and then store you all there. And then he'll eat you one day and like tries to put the fear of Christ into these kids uh, unnecessarily. <laughs> and um, after that, the other kids in the gym class with Ryuchi sees them uh, all huddled around Ryuchi, like hugging them. And they're all in their like winter clothes. And he's like, they're like, ah, he's warmed up because he's got a bunch of like little portable heat warmers there, like hugging them. It's like, we need those. So they all start chasing the kids, like playing tag with them and stuff, uh, trying to pick them up and, you know, warm themselves up. 
keep uh, these kids in the classroom. Yeah. Because <laughs> these, these other these people in this weird. school don't know how to fucking act around children. <laughs> like, obviously, these, these guys, they're a lot less creepy than preppy dreamboat they just yeah. want to hug them to get warm but they're still chasing so. <laughs> them around yeah not malicious but still like weird mm. <laughs> not great Mm-mm. meanwhile while they're running around and benny hill's playing in the background we see a, a stranger in a hat <laughs> and sunglasses and a mask lurking in the trees no and we see while they're running around getting chased around one of the twins runs off and dives into a bush to hide from the, the upperclassmen and he finds the stranger and Ryuchi sees him goes off. He's like, I gotta go wrangle that child. And uh, as he's running over, he sees the stranger pick up the toddler. He's like, oh no. And then we got stoic, uh, abusive jock asshole. Sees it. He goes, I got this. And takes off his shoe and just hurls it at the stranger and pelts him in the head <laughs> and knocks him out. And it turns out the creepy stranger in the trees was the kid's dad. It was one of the, the twins' father. So he's like, oh, okay. I probably should have Oops. learned about the other parents besides just the moms that pick them up. Well, also, sir, sir, please don't also. lurk on a on a middle school campus. Yeah, so they bring it back to the daycare and they get all the toddlers and uh, they skip out of gym class and they'll go back to it later. But they're like, "Why were you like all disguised and bundled up?" He's like, "Oh, well, I'm up and coming actor, and I didn't want to cause a scene if anyone recognized me, so I wanted to hide my face." It's like. Okay, I get that, but, like, once you're at the school, you could probably have either taken them off or not lurked into the trees like a pervert. Like, there's other there things. Are you options. Could, you could have avoided this. <laughs> could um, have gone to see your wife and said, hey, yeah, where yeah. are the children? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he says it's the first time he's de- first time he's had a day off in six months because of his acting schedule. And he just wanted to spend some time with his boys. But they just wanted to come to daycare and hang out with their friends because they see them every day and they want to play with them instead. And Ryuchi's like, oh, well, you could just stay here with them at the daycare. That way you can spend time with them, but then they can also do what they want. And uh, we see, like, a little montage of the dad keeps trying to play with all the kids and do different fun games. And uh, the crybaby twin ain't having it. He's just crying a lot, but, like, more than usual. And he's very very protective of his brother. So anytime his dad gets near his brother, he, like, defends his brother from his dad. And uh, his dad keeps see- sees this keep happening. And he's like, you know what? It's not working out. I'm just going to go home. I'll spend time with them after they're done at daycare and their wife. And my wife I'll takes spend time with them when they're 10. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and uh, as he's leaving, he bumps into uh, a girl on the school campus. And she recognizes him. It's like, oh, you're that actor. And freaks out and causes like a giant hysterical scene. And he gets swarmed by a bunch of girls in the school. And... Uh, it's exactly what he was trying to avoid. And as he's being swarmed by a bunch of fans, you see uh, Ryuchi and Yoshi running out with the t- the twins who are crying because they want to hang out with their dad still. And uh, now that he's gone, they're sad. So they're running out to meet with him. And then the dad's trying to get through the swarm of fans to try and get to those boys. And they're struggling. And we hear a big whistle blow. Uh, and uh, his wife's there with like a megaphone saying like, Hey! Headmistress just called and said, anyone who's not in class right now is getting expelled, like, immediately. And it just scatters the group of girls and uh, <laughs> frees up the area for them. And it's like, ah, family's back together. You got mom, dad, you got the boys, the twins. Very cute family. Very, very attractive family. 
They're like, what the hell's happening? It's like, well, I tried spending the day with the boys, but they're, like, scared of me. I don't know what the fuck's happening. It's like, you know, I've been away for a bit, but I'm still the dad. Like, they should still know who I am. And the mom's like, oh, yeah, that might have been my fault. I've been, while you're gone, I've been showing them stuff you're in. And the last movie we watched, you were, like, a villain and, like, a kidnapper. So the crybaby might be associating you in that movie with you in real life. And he's like, oh, why the hell, why are you showing them my movies? I, you don't need to show them that. It's like, they want to watch them. They like seeing you, but, you know, you're not around, so that's the only way they can see you. And they're like, ah, oh, well, now we're together. Now we can be happy family. Yay. Cute. And that's episode three. Excellent. <sighs> well, it was good until it wasn't. <laughs> oh, I feel so like that's close. Every so anime. close. We almost had a sweet, pleasant time on this podcast. Such a mm. rare occurrence. <laughs> and it's like, looking this up, how would you gas. even... I don't know what you're talking <laughs> Like, how would you even know? Like, yeah, because it's not even the full episode. It's like part of the episode. So like, while we were watching it, you guys were like, oh, some discourse in episode three. I was like, what, with an acting father? I, I mean, he seems like a good dad. I don't really know what a discourse... <laughs> like, I already forgot about the first half of that episode of like, oh, right. That guy. Oh, right. Him. <laughs> it's, it's fucking... I'm pretty sure he and the goth friend are in the opening, so it's, like, gonna be, like... He's gonna, be like, keep trying and come back, and it's, like... Yeah, like a reoccurring character. It's just not... Yeah. It's not a funny bit. Don't need <laughs> it. Yeah, it's not the fun, offbeat thing that you want it to be. No. Like, ugh, sorry, gotta put on my discourse hat. Ugh, excuse me. Here's a fun excuse twist you can me. do on it by keeping the character. Uh, he always wanted a younger sibling, but he's an only child. But since he has no experience with them, he treats them like pets. So he, like, holds the kid, he picks up one of the kids like a dog, and he just doesn't know how to interact with the child. But he wants to. There you wow. go. There's yeah, a fun sure. twist where he's not a pedophile. Yeah. Like, Yeah, great. Just, like, overly intense, vaguely creepy is what they're going for. Yeah. Okay, let's not introduce pedophilia. How about that? Like, I know... In anime in general, uh, sorry, discourse, uh, talking about, like, age of consent and all the, the creepy people online being like, no, it, things are different over there. It's, <laughs> you can't judge it based on your culture. <laughs> and and sort of, like, this is kind of an indicator of, like, oh, yeah, having a pedophile in the classroom interacting with students is a funny bit. That's not a great sign for great everything <laughs> on your attitude in general for the regard of the safety of your kids and how to depict it. So it's not icky. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Don't understand uh, why I don't. I can't. It's just why. Could have very easily done without it. There's really no reason for this character to exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I get if you're trying to be like, hey, we're going to show what it's like to be a child caretaker. You do have to watch out for this stuff. Okay. Don't make them a recurring fun character that uh, people are going to like cosplay and, and have actual like community around. You don't need to do that. You can do like a one and done. Hey, stranger danger. No, a very special episode of. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't have to be a student at the high school who has access to the children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rough times. So that was a bad choice. The first episode and the second episode were pretty sweet, other than Kami, Kami pff, fucking smacking his, smacking his brother all the time. But mm. 
it was mostly sweet, and then it and then it just was not. It was bad, and I I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, frankly, take it up. I'm sad. So close. So close. See, this is why I chose stuff. I knew we wouldn't like. <laughs> so I do. I do that stuff. sometimes. <laughs> uh, I guess we aren't there yet. This is fun. This is adorable. It was heartwarming, but. Mm, just the yuck factor of that being introduced makes me extremely cautious to keep watching because I know just lingering in the back of my brain, this character can pop up at any point and be like, huh, comic relief. And I'll have to be like, no, incorrect. Cause it even feels with the, like with his friend character, it's the trope of like, here's the horny character. And then someone's like the wet blanket who like pulls him away and like drags him away from like the girls he's horny for, except it's babies, and it's like, why? 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 Not, not good. So, yeah, it's uh, gonna be it, a no from us, dog. Yeah. <laughs> good effort, you though. Were so close. <laughs> this is like, mm, good. Yeah, just like the closest no of we enjoyed ninety five percent of the show, but it's ultimately a no because of this one thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you just had to ruin it for yourself, didn't you? That five percent's real bad. And it's like it's that thing of like, uh, like the only the clips I had seen of it were like the the name train and the pain pain fly away thing. Like that shit's adorable, of course. But it's like people, <laughs> I feel like people online tend to focus on the things that they really love about something. And I've talked about before how like if there is any inkling of like a gay of ca- a canon gay relationship, no matter what the depiction is, people like love it. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, they tend to ignore other things. And I mean, granted, like we said, this is only a very small portion of what we saw, but it's just such a big, terrible it's thing real, that it's like <laughs> it's a real stopper. It's like yeah. Su- yeah. it's like sweetness and lightning, but then you find out the dad who you really oh no he was a teacher yeah we did find out his job it'd be like sweetness and lightning though instead of the dad being a teacher we found out he was a human trafficker it's like does that really play a part of the show that much no but holy Christ is that a stopper like yeah the bad. implications around it are so terrible it's hard to keep going yeah. yeah or like if he I feel like it would be more like if he was attracted to his student. Yeah, the one that like, like if that did that. happen, I feel like that would be like, oh nope, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rip. so that's a no. <gasps> God damn it! I needed this, but you <laughs> let me down once again. Anime, Shut <laughs> chat, <laughs> f. I uh, flame so, anime. Uh, so what do we have going on next week? Next week it's my pick again. Again, yeah, I'm already. We swapped around some stuff. The schedule's a little funky these last two months. It'll go back to normal soon. But I figured I put you two through enough. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm picking a show that I don't know a ton about, but I also hope it's chill and good and fingers crossed. But I'm not going to... No promises. I'm I'm not going to put my name on on it. Based on this week, no promises. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be certain anymore. Can never trust again. (laughs) been burnt too many times next week we're gonna watch a restaurant to another world Mm. we do like food here yeah if there's a show you would like us to watch that is not problematic (laughs) not even a little bit 100% good 
We'll never get the only submissions that we just stopped the podcast. I have a Google <laughs> filter set up on this email that will automatically send you a rejection if you send us filth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess on the bright side, I already picked all the problematic ones. We already did those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can send those recommendations to our email, arewebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, at arewebthereyet on both. And real quick, we don't mention it a lot. Um, uh, If you are able to, if, number one, if you like the show, thank you. Uh, if you're able yeah. to leave us any reviews, uh, they are very helpful. Uh, speaking in very vague terms, we had a slight opportunity to maybe do advertising on this show, but they said mm -hmm. we're like just under the cusp of the limit Ooh. of, you know, advertising listeners. So um, we we frequently flirt with being in the top hundred uh, animation and man uh, manga <laughs> podcasts. So uh, oh, really, yeah, yeah, we're we're. We're frequently in the top 200, but um, yeah, sometimes that fluctuates. Sometimes we're up at like 30 and I feel uh, good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, things are – we're very close to things happening. So if We need a win. Out, Give us <laughs> – We need a win, damn it. <laughs> uh, they are very much appreciated. <laughs> but uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan and listen to my fiction podcast, Echoed Locations. And also, real quick, by the time this episode comes out, uh, I'll have another podcast out. Uh, my friend uh, Jamie Coletta, who I uh, did the No Earbuds podcast for, has another project called B-Sides Now, which is interviews with people in the music industry in different regards. Uh, first episode up is going to be... Uh, by the time this one is out, is going to be about uh, concert archiving, and then they have booking agents and uh, lead singers of hardcore bands and other bands you may know. So it's uh, it's going to be a good time. You should go subscribe, and it's also on YouTube. So there's a video version as well. Sorry, uh, that was just a whole lot of rambling for me for a little bit. <laughs> Leave a review. Justify Dugan burning himself out on all these projects. Oh, <laughs> yep, <Jeez. laughs> dying. You can find me on Instagram at honey period D, on Twitter at honey D8 and honey D art, or on Twitch at honey underscore D and honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. You can find me on Twitter at A-B-T-S Brandon. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. And my side project is trying to unravel the goddamn mystery that is the Hellboy TTRPG. Why would you <laughs> add more mechanics to the system? <laughs> It's a personal project. Ah, it's so complicated. <laughs> Quick, before he can elaborate. Ah, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork. Thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I'm so tired. <laughs> we need a win. Leave those kids alone.